1: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Des Bishop podcast. We have a great episode coming up with Steve. There's a lot going on in this episode. There's roadside drama. There's toilet humor. There's talk of jealousy. And there's reality TV gossip. It's all coming up on this episode of the podcast. Thanks for being here, guys. Um... I did uh, mention last week that, you know, I asked people, should I do Summer House recaps? And then I actually decided not to watch the show. So even though I've suggested there's reality TV gossip on this episode, in actual fact, there isn't really much. I talk a little bit about what it's like to be the boyfriend of somebody that's on a reality TV show now that it's on the air, but I don't really get into the gossip. Uh, it's more in aid of having a bit of fun, actually, because last week was pretty serious. And then next week, we're going to be chatting about Bitcoin. So I wanted to make sure that we had a fun ep. Um, and it was good to have Steve back on. So we talk a bit about that. But we also talk about the the sense of being aware of how your performance affects the people in your life and sort of seeing the, it's a bit of a shoe on the other foot uh, discussion because both myself and Steve have obviously mined our life for material. Uh, And I guess reality TV is, is that on steroids in terms of, it's kind of real life uh for public consumption so we'll talk a little bit about how that feels when it it, it relates to you in some way so anyway it's it's a fun chat uh i apologize that the first 10 minutes is me talking about a bit of a roadside tow truck situation that i was involved in but you know it leads to some funny chat there is some toilet humor like i said so be ready for that anyway guys uh it's a fun app and um I'll leave you to it in a sec, but can I just remind people that you can subscribe to my Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Des Bishop. We have great chats every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. They're YouTube lives, but you can only get access through the Patreon. And uh, we've got a nice core group of people. They comment every episode. We have some great chats, Uh, and sometimes they even lead to discussions uh, on this podcast. So if you want to be part of that kind of brainstorming process that happens sometimes, uh, do subscribe. Patreon.com forward slash Des Bishop. Uh, as always, we love the reviews. We love the five-star ratings on Apple podcast We love the screenshots if you listen on Spotify. Share on Instagram. We love all that. So I really appreciate all the efforts that all our listeners have been making to get the word out about the pod. Anyway, Steve is back. I won't delay any further. Enjoy the episode. I'll be back at the end. Let's I'm, do this. I'm 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 stressed out. It snowed again last night here in in New York. We've had a
2: lot of snow. Oh shit. Like how much is a lot there? Because like we've had a lot, but we've had Irish a lot, you know? <laughs> no, no, no. We've had we've had two major storms. Wow. Right?
1: And then since the last major storm, we've had two, you know, Mod like two like like inches like two little like one inch drop and then last night like another inch inch and a half that i wasn't even expecting yeah um but the reason why i'm stressed out is because last yesterday i went into manhattan i had a couple of i had a couple of uh, tasks i needed to look after so i went in on my own with my fucking bmw4 series which i'm not saying to show off because i'm (laughs) saying it because it's relevant to the story relevant to the story guys stay with us BMW 4 Series low profile tires run flat tires. Did we talk about this the last time this happened no. to me or
2: no? Oh, I remember. I don't think we did talk about it. No, I remember. Well, it happened on again.
1: Oh, It God. happened again. I was driving back. I was just going over. I just got onto the BQE. I was I was going over the Catskill Bridge for those that know New York. And my 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 low tire light came on. Right? Damn it! So I'm like, okay, no big deal. It's winter, so sometimes like you know the air. So I check, and it's like whatever, 26, or uh, so. You know, it should be 35. So I'm like, yeah. okay, I'll just, you know, I'll pull over uh, and, and refill it. And then 24, 22, this motherfucker was going down fast. I was like, God damn it. Now, Jesus. I know, dude. And I have run flat tires, right? So there's no spare. Mm. So the run flat tires, you know, you're meant to get about 50 miles. But I've, I've driven on them for quite a while. Yeah. But long story short, so first of all, I pull over at a gas station to see what, what I'm dealing with. There's an absolute gash in the side oh, of the
2: tire. Oh,
1: no. As I'm trying to fill it, I can literally feel the air pumping back out of Coming my back face. Out. Oh, shit. So, so there's no filling it. So, it's like, okay, I'm going to try to get home. Now, I'm currently at LaGuardia Airport, so I definitely have more than 50 miles to go. But I'm going to try. I've done it before.
2: Okay. You got to slow down in that kind of driving? Yeah, Yeah, you're, you're not should, meant yeah. to drive more than 50 miles an hour. Yeah, yeah.
1: But, you know, slowly I can just It's getting louder. You know, like the hum, the noise, it's getting louder. There's getting less support. So I'm getting to like exit 51 on the LIE. None of these markers mean anything to you. But I'm in Brentwood. Not that, not that I'm trying to be dramatic, but Brentwood is the Long Island neighborhood that's famous for MS-13, They gang. Okay, if, you ever, right. if you ever hear them going on about MS-13, it's Brentwood and Long Island. But I'm not going to try to add to the drama that like, oh, you're shoot, from, I'm in.
2: You know, you're living in Dolphins, Bar,
1: man. You're ready for yeah, this Yeah, yeah, dude. Like, <laughs> you did, you, this is like, and it's the this side of the highway. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. It's the side of the highway. It's no big deal. So anyway, my car's completely shot. The chassis stabilization thing comes on. So that's it. There's nothing I oh, can no. do. Oh, no. So, I had to get the car towed to my house last night. Uh, but the towing guy, first of all, the towing guy was told not to take me because of the pandemic. But I, I offered him some cash. Really? Yeah, I offered him some cash, and uh, he, I, I, I rode in the in the in the tow truck with him.
2: So, what was, was he told? Is like, but that's the regulation of the of the people of of the company that you you don't take people in the cab. Well, yeah, because, because of, the of the pandemic. Right, okay. But, you know, I, I, I offered
1: him some money, and uh, <laughs> we, we did a deal, and he took me back. The only problem was that, so he, when he took the car off, <laughs> you know, when he took the car off the flatbed, you know, he was like, uh, and then I'll drive it up. But just with the snow and the tire, he couldn't really get the car properly up onto my driveway. Okay. But it was
2: like, it was already like 1.30 a.m., Oh, God. So That's the context. It's the middle of the night yeah. here. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> should should I make that? Go- <laughs> oh, Jesus. No. In the snow in the middle of the night. And he was so, going to
1: leave you there.
2: Fucking hell.
1: Well, he wasn't going to. He wasn't going to. You know, like, whatever. It was a negotiation. Yeah, you know? yeah. He knew I was in a tight spot. And uh, I told him I'd look after him. And, and I really did look after him. I, I gave him the equivalent of what I would have had to pay for, for an Uber. Anyway. Even though I had looked after him really well, he didn't He didn't leave the car in an ideal spot. But it was so late. I was like, listen, it's fine. The car was like sticking out onto the road a little bit. But like in my neighborhood, it's not a fucking huge deal, yeah. you know? Like th- th- there's nobody around here right now. And the car was, was sticking out a bit, but like no big deal, right? Except that I didn't realize it snowed all night. Like, you know, it snowed enough that I woke up. And by the way, I didn't get to sleep till 2.30 a.m., I woke up at six a m to the sound of a fucking plow now oh no irish people oh, Irish me. people have never had the experience of the plow coming three hours after it snowed <laughs> Just, <laughs> three days after it snows in Ireland, the country's still fucking shot yeah, yeah. to hell, well we buy some salt, <laughs> yeah, so I hear the sound of a fucking plow and I, like the one thing I can't have is the fucking plow because no. the fucking car is is out on the road, oh my God. And yeah, and I'm like, oh, God, but actually, it, it, the plow just went around the car. But then I was like, wait, I was like, the cops are going to come and be like, hey, man, you know, you're fucking blocking up the plow. Plus, I thought I was going to be, you know, boxed in by more snow. But in the end, anyway, I, 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 there's no, like, there's no real ending to this story other than I've ordered a tow truck now to take it to the tire place because there's no spare with these run flats. Oh, my God. And it's, you know... Minus two degrees, and I'm just not. I'm not going out there doing that shit. Yeah, fuck that. (laughs) No, because what I would have to do if I was going to do it myself, I would have to take the tire off and then take the tire to the tire place. Yeah, have them do the tire and then bring it back and put it back on. Whereas my roadside recovery, you know, I have unlimited tow trips. So, I I, you know the the tow truck company is coming. The funny thing is that the, the concept of getting towed to me used to seem like such a massive ordeal but this is the second time this happened
2: to me back in august as well yeah yeah well it used to be cuz like yeah sometimes it like i remember i got towed once off the m50 the clutch went that's always an embarrassing moment and uh the uh yeah it's just like what what they charge you then on the on the bloody insurance the next year it's like They shot up but maybe that was i was a young male at the time maybe that's what it was yeah
1: this is this is roadside recovery this is like a separate thing but the thing is that I have to say that the, these towing people, like it's all very matter of fact to them. Like for me, it's like, oh my God, how am I yes. going to, you know? Yeah. And like now by today, now I'm on my second, second tow truck in 24 hours. And, uh, you know, it's just like, it's just so matter of fact. It's like, yeah, you need to be towed, no big deal. Yeah, and yeah. then the great thing was that this guy was from Afghanistan. He only came from Afghanistan in 2015. He worked for seven years as a translator for the U.S. Army in Afghanistan. So no he gave way. me this whole history of Afghanistan, which wow.
2: was awesome. Yeah, that's amazing. So this is and, the guy who, uh, got, who, gave, who took the cash. He took the cash, this guy. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he knows I, how that shit works in
1: Afghanistan. His grandfather you know? His grandfather was uh, buried alive by the Russians.
2: Oh, my God.
1: I mean, I, you know, I can't say, I can't verify this story, but it was pretty fucking cool. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. I, I, I was like, here's me complaining. <laughs> here's me yeah, complaining yeah. about my fucking flat tire on my BMW. It's like, run flats suck. It's like, yeah, yeah, my grandfather was buried alive. <laughs> <laughs>
2: You want? You think your life sucks? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're so, so anyway, that's what I had to. That's and what. And you I, know how, I, how how did this puncture happen? You've no idea. Nah, man. These
1: run flats, they just suck. You know, they just they're low profile tires. The roads are terrible, especially this time of year. You know, we've had we've had two major snowfalls and some small snowfalls, and you know, for, like super low temperatures, the freezing, the thawing. This time of year, it's just a nightmare. I just have to get rid of this car. It's just it's it's it's, it's too much. Ass. Oh, it's a, dude, it's a major, it's a, it's a fucking, it's a major pain in the ass. Is that why like
2: an SUV is good for that kind of area?
1: Yeah, man. I got my mom's Honda CRV, you know?
2: Oh, nice.
1: That's one of the, one of the benefits of my mother dying is I have my mom's CRV. So anyway, that's enough of that. I just needed to get that out of my system. Yes.
2: do it, bro. But I
1: think a lot of people. I don't know if that story is boring, but I think a lot of people can identify with the roadside.
2: No, yeah, it's stressful. It's fucking anything to do. But with I was it, yeah.
1: very relaxed. I was very relaxed in the car, just chilling. It's fun watching people come and go from gas stations because you get all different types. You know. Yeah. You get like the the stressed out mom, and then you get like the the two nineteen year olds with like w- way too loud music yes. and then the trump supporter in the pickup truck yes uh you get yeah, them yeah, all yeah. just coming and going and they're all looking at me like what the fuck is this guy doing sitting here yeah you know yeah. that's that's true you just <laughs> you
2: just look you know you can tell so much from people as soon as they drive in in the car that's so true look this and, guy oh
1: and they they claimed that the bathroom was out of order the gas station oh yeah so right. i had to do a little bare grills Walk around (laughs) the. I walked around the corner and uh, behind a load
2: of bushes. I had to do some business. We we got given an amazing uh, contraption during the week, which is for anyone out there with toddlers. And uh, our our um, our daughter's just potty trained, and like she's, (laughs) but like if she's if you're out and you're not near a toilet and there's a number two coming, there's a panic, you know, it's like ah, because they they don't know how to hold it as well or you know whatever, blah blah blah. We got given this amazing contraption which is a small plastic toilet seat that unfolds anywhere you want little plastic bags attached on the bottom of it so if you're out on a walk in the phoenix park and you need a shit you just open up your little plastic chair sit in it shit straight into the bag boom wow dude that is actually (laughs) they need to get those for adults man oh man
1: you you don't understand how much poo anxiety i have i i I know this is like some people get very uncomfortable with this conversation do but i'm very comfortable i i i can i can drop it anywhere and i did it last night i used an old t-shirt and uh you know i threw away the evidence i felt like like the murder weapon you know I was yeah. like yeah, yeah i quickly i quickly did the business like a mafia hitman and then I just, I just walked out got rid of the got rid of the murder weapon and just got back in my car like nothing happened the,
2: the worst is is like, cause i went for a run out the canal recently and because it was like it was a three-hour run did i tell you
1: about that one? no no just you're giving me anxiety because i've had so many jogging situations <laughs>
2: <Stop>. <laughs> and I had, no, I had no i literally had no i literally had a moment where i thought oh my brother lives near here i could maybe pop into his and as soon as i thought that my bow would just went you ain't got time for this shit motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> i was like oh god I had in the phoenix park at, no this is on the canal out by out by um leak slip so i had to wow. stick my my bum out like into the ditch so i didn't fall into the ditch and man it just shot out like a bullet just this one like (laughs) (laughs) like we're gonna lose (laughs) we're gonna lose listeners but I'm comfortable with this chat yes it was sorry (laughs) sorry but then of course I I think it's totally fine because we've all been it's natural guys it's natural it's not a big deal I watch my dog do this
1: outside every day and then it was like oh I can't believe you did that it's like whatever you gotta do what you gotta do
2: yeah yeah do do you find it interesting that dogs seem to have a shame about pooing as well like you can't they never want to look in the eye when they're doing it well no actually they're afraid you know, yeah. Oh, it, it's actually understand? their most
1: vulnerable position. Yeah,
2: of course it is. Yeah. So they're yeah.
1: they're they're very they're very conscious of their surroundings when they're pooping.
2: Yeah, Yeah. there you are now.
1: But they do look shameful. Whereas yesterday I was with pure pride. I was like, "Fuck this, man! <laughs> I'd rather not be at Exit Fifty One and fucking lie taking a dump. So I'm yeah, gonna yeah. fucking hold my head up with pride. You got to do what you yeah, got to yeah. do."
2: Yeah, yeah, you got to do what you got to do, and the, and and the sense of satisfaction after that—that that you're not dealing with the stress of it anymore. You're like, yeah, I had to do that. I'm
1: fine. Now. Yeah, but I feel you know better. what's even worse is that the last time this happened to me in August, I had to do the exact same thing. It's the anxiety. <laughs> it's the anxiety brings on the brings anxiety. it on. It's like anxiety before a show and,
2: co- and coffee, coffee as well.
1: Yeah, it's like it's like before a show. Suddenly, it's like, oh, this has to happen. Yes, you know. But dude, myself, it's like a family disease—the with the jogging thing. I mean, there's like more of my DNA in the Phoenix park than you have any idea. Like when I was training for the marathon, when I was training for the marathon, it's fucking CSI Dublin in there. Like I'll never commit a crime in the Phoenix park because like my DNA, even if, even if the DNA isn't connected to the crime, my DNA is all over
2: that place. Oh, people around here are giving out about people not picking up their dog shit. It's like, oh, that's not, that's dead shit. That ain't dog shit. <laughs> By the way, does it
1: mean that you have a propensity for crime for how often you think about how difficult it would be to murder somebody with
2: the modern technology? Very good question. There's too much murder shows. <laughs> too much murder shows on Netflix. That's the problem here. Everyone's I know. How to murder I, I think, people. I, I think
1: about, I think about like every now and then, like you know, like if, if there's like a particular period of, um, rialto hooliganism going on in the neighborhood i get like you know vigilante fantasies yes (laughs) and uh, i start to think about like how difficult it would be to cover my tracks (laughs) it's kind of impossible like i like there's going to be a real problem for uh, serial killer documentaries in 20 years because you can't you can't be a serial killer anymore
2: no because it'll all be on somebody's snapchat
1: there's a lot of one-time murderers that would have been serial killers that are in jail right now
2: yeah, yeah, they're in jail thinking, oh, what I could have been, you know, what I could
1: have what been in was... the seventies, you know. Yeah, <laughs> they're, like, they're like fantasizing about the seventies, you know, yeah. the good old days.
2: This is bullshit. <laughs> yeah. I tell you, you one go. thing, man: never
1: go on, never go on any of these ancestry. dot com type sites if you want to be a serial killer. Because oh, yeah, the, you're, you're, that's you're true. Gonna get, you're gonna You'll get, get fucking nailed.
2: pinned down. Yeah, yeah, you get nailed. Now we know who you are, motherfucker. Um, so
1: anyway, that's. Uh, yeah, but I don't think I don't think it I don't think it means that you have a pro- like like I got to think that most people have at least one time ran through the scenario of how difficult would it be to murder somebody with the amount of cameras and DNA and you know
2: it's very hard yeah. to cover your tracks these yeah. days. Also, I think watching <laughs> that's probably the problem is watching these shows you kind of quite often watch it, and you'll critique the murderer and go, oh, we should have wiped that mm. down there before you left. It's like, <laughs> dude, you, you, why did you think you were going to get away with murdering
1: your wife? Yeah, yeah. You're like, it's guaranteed you're suspect number one.
2: Yeah, yeah. All
1: Like, been. why is anybody murdering their spouse? It's like, come on, you're getting caught. Like, I don't care how good you are yeah. at you know, that whatever accident you're trying to pretend yeah. happened. You're, you're
2: not OJ. Come on, you're not getting away with it. Yeah, um,
1: yeah. I, mean, I don't want to be flipping about this, because I know this is a serious issue, but... It is, it is, uh, it is amazing how, I you know, whatever, I guess, uh, you know, people's, uh, you know, abusive tendencies and anger, uh, you know, we're, we're talking with a rational mind about, about an irrational moment, so I don't want to make light of it in any way, shape or form. But needless to say, uh, I, I, I don't think I was ever going to commit murder mm. anyway, Yeah. but I'm definitely not now because you haven't got a hope. Well, here's yeah, and I don't want to be in jail. Honestly, I even think about like like Have you you ever run? Have you ever run through this scenario of um thinking about ending up in jail? Have you ever just thought about ended up in jail and been like, how the fuck, you know? Like I've actually sat there and been like, how how
2: how could I have been so stupid? Like
1: life was totally fine. What was I thinking?
2: I mean, I've had that moment, and not to that degree, but you know, you know, when you're outside the principal's office. And you, and you have to wait to be fucking given out to. Or, like in your case, you get to wait to get slapped or whatever. In that moment, you're just constantly thinking, why didn't I just not do that? Why didn't I just fucking. Life could have been so fine if I hadn't done that thing that's got me into trouble. Exactly. I mean, I got to think that there are so many
1: like, like big, like bad, bad moments where you're, yes. you know, you're thinking like, wow. Yeah. Cause I, it's always like, why did, what was I thinking? You know, but yes. you never, yeah, yeah. you never think about it till you get caught.
2: Yeah, of course, and you're not thinking about it at the time. That's for sure. that's the problem. You're not fucking thinking, isn't it? Like you know, unbelievable. I, know. I can't imagine. I can't imagine
1: how that principal's office feeling feels when you're you're, you're up for a serious. When crime. it's
2: after murder, yes, yeah, it's like oof, yeah, yeah, but
1: a- not even murder. Even if it was like fraud, like you were working for a company and you know, yeah, you got caught doing fraud. You're like, why am I so stupid? Like my my wages were fine,
2: you know. I know. I mean, we must all have. I, I, I don't know. It could be controversial to say we must all have the ability to do it, but then we use our reason to here's why we don't do it. Do you know what I mean? Because I was I was literally thinking this the other day, walking down the street. I I remembered how much in primary school I used to dream about burning down the school. <laughs> so I'd be in class just just thinking of the flames coming out the windows, like you know, and the teacher pulling up to school in the morning, going, "Oh no, the school's on fire!" And that just gave me a good feeling. But I was never yeah, going to yeah. do that, you know. <laughs> no, I think I think a lot of people
1: have like revenge fantasies I, yes. I mean i i used to there was this period of time where there was some people at my dad's job that were kind of fucking with him you know it was a yeah. bit of a sort of a bit of a sort of a power struggle right and it was causing my father some real stress and right. i don't ask me how but i became aware of it i guess just listening to conversations and i started to have fantasies about getting rich enough to buy the company
2: and then destroying all those people exactly yes exactly yeah 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 i suppose we all have them that's the thing yeah, I mean, I've, I've, yeah, I,
1: I, I, I definitely, I ran a scenario of somebody who, you know, kind of bullied me when I was a teenager. I ran a scenario in my head, in like, not that recent, but like, deep, deep, deep into my adulthood.
2: Wow, long, yeah.
1: way too late to be still thinking about vengeance of teenage angst. Yeah, yeah, and I thought about. I wasn't going to murder anybody, but I was just going to find out where this motherfucker lived and I was just going to roll up on his ass and beat his ass. Yes. <laughs> but then I was like, nah, because it's, a, you know, it's violence and I'm going to get arrested and like in the end I'm going to lose. Like this asshole who caused me some stress when I was 14 years old, you know, now I'm going to, you know, I'm going to be the one that's like up in court. This motherfucker's going to take me to court for, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. for, for assault. Uh, for, for, yeah, for assault, you know, G- but I did, I ran through the scenario. Of well, course bro, I didn't run through the scenario that this guy actually might be stronger than
2: me but anyway it doesn't matter. I that kind of I had that moment like back back flipped on me for example like I was in school This I was a messer in school so I was in school in East Cork and we were did you ever do the thing with the elastic band where you put it on two fingers you can't see it visually but you basically put a bit of folded up paper and you could flick it across the classroom hit somebody in the air blah 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 all that of course me being a clown like took it too far and broke a polo mint in half and used that on the end of the elastic band turned around and boom flicked some guy in the eye he lets out a scream and the teacher kicks him out the class, right? Cut to ten years later. I'm in a pub in in Cork, chatting to some people, and this guy comes up to me. is like Mullen, how's it going? I was like. Jesus Christ you got fucking big aren't you he's like 6 foot <laughs> 7 right <laughs> and, he, and you know what he says to me the first thing he says to me is, yeah you won't be fl- fl- flicking fucking pollen him into my eye anymore will you and I was like
1: whoa was he, jo- was he joking
2: <laughs> he was a bit he had a few drinks on him half joking half like uh, you know <laughs> <laughs> oh fucking
1: hell yeah so you gotta be careful man
2: I've had je- I mean I've had jealousy dreams as well, like you know, with an ex-girlfriend or something like that as well, that you dream of going out with a next most beautiful girl or whatever like that when you break when you get dumped, you know? <laughs> yeah, um, man. So,
1: which brings us on to uh the topic that I wanted to discuss because I-, I didn't yeah. know that we were gonna talk about uh vengeance and poo. <laughs> 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 but honestly, Steve, it's really good because you know, we had a heavy episode last week, and then next week, I'm actually, I, I got a guy to talk about Bitcoin.
2: Oh, yeah. That's all the chat at the moment, yeah.
1: Yeah. So I got a guy to talk about Bitcoin. So I'm very happy to have a kind of a, a lighthearted episode with yes. you today. Even though our lighthearted episodes are never lighthearted, because we're actually talking about murder.
2: And the fa- <laughs> and the famine. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, you know, murder is like, murder is mainstream these days, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um. So Hannah Hannah is uh, very is big into the to to the murder documentaries.
2: So uh, anyway, does she have a crush on Ted Bundy as well? I find that mental. The amount of women uh, that had a crush on him.
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, all that stuff is so is so strange. I so you know, strange. but that's a lot to do with celebrity and everything. So anyway, um, even though Hannah's awake now because I heard her alarm, she's probably going to be able to hear me. Uh, last Thursday. Uh, summer house came out the show that the show that hannah's on okay and uh, it was the first time in my life that i i've you know i'm going out with somebody who's like the tv show person normally people are going out with me and i'm on tv yeah, yeah. but i've <laughs> never done i've done documentaries but i've never done reality tv and an actual fact even even in my longest relationships, I've never been like I've never really put relationship material into my into routines. Yeah. and then in later years, when I was doing like sex, you know, sex material, whatever, it was it was very sort of general and vague. It was never like when you're with your girlfriend or whatever. Yes, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I've never I've never professionally I've never been the one to sort of. uh you know, put stuff out there that your, your partner is going to have to look at and be like, oh,
2: what, you know, what's up with that? <laughs> oh, that's, I just realized as you're saying that, that's all I've done on stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway. So she's
1: had to deal with that. We should get yeah. her up.
2: Yeah, yeah, definitely. We should get
1: her up right now to be like, how does it feel? When Steve <laughs> is talking about some ex-girlfriend.
2: Or no, lit or literally Steven's talking about the fact that you didn't get an abortion. <laughs> this <is> like, fucking <laughs> <Steve>. <laughs> That's true though. She's like, ah, it's just a joke, you know. <laughs> yeah, she's okay with it? Yeah, yeah, totally. She's seen it all. To be fair to her. But I do I would wonder the psyche of it, like, are do you are you affected But you know, she's seen me talk about a lot of it. The- her mother has seen me talk about a lot of that on stage. Um but yeah, it's a strange I know, and
1: my parents you know, like I have been very public about my yeah. family life, and my parents had to deal with that. I mean, I, we were literally talking directly about them sometimes, critically. You know, so I've definitely inflicted the mm. the sort of like have forcing people to just deal with whatever emotional response they're having yes. to my performance. Yes. So now the so the, now it's on the flip side. Yeah, except except that in this situation. First of all, I haven't watched it, number one. And that was a decision that I made sort of based on my Twitter logic, which is never look at Twitter when, you know, big stuff is going on in your life because yeah. it's just gonna annoy you. Whereas if you don't see it, it's not annoying. Mm. And it's not like it's not like you need to know. You know, some people have yeah. this thing of like, I need to know what people are saying about me. Yes. You know, but it's yeah. like you actually don't because the majority don't. of it is majority is just mindless <laughs> troll them or people's opinions which are completely irrelevant. The only thing that matters is that they're talking about you, right? Unless you're being canceled, which is just another another stressful situation, but let's yeah. not let's not digress. So, uh but I did make the decision. You know what? I'm not going to watch this because it's reality TV and I I knew uh from, you know, from everything that went on that there was like a little bit of a a little bit of residue from Hannah's previous kind of whatever she calls it a situation ship because I haven't seen the show, but I'm tortured by having to listen to her promo interviews. Right. You know, so I don't see the show, but then I have to listen to her okay. talk about this relationship, which
2: is it's all totally fine. It's all, you know, it's television and it's in it's in the past, but you still have just- to listen. Can I just ask when you say the situation ship? Is this like her situation before she was going in, etc., cetera, etc.? Cetera? What do you mean by that? But, you know, for people that watch the
1: show, you know, she had a fling with this guy in oh. the
2: house. What? Oh, yeah. Sorry. What? Yeah. <laughs> I thought I told you that back in the day. I don't think so. I think I would remember that. I think I would remember that. It was that. part
1: of the stress of the. It was part of the stress of that period of
2: time. Right now, that you see, I knew. Or oh, maybe I don't know. I knew I knew they were stressed but I don't think I knew that detail. Right. Yeah, now I get yeah. so the, she was now stuck she tired. was
1: she was stuck in a house with a, a a guy that she had some 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 previous with. Yes. Right? Okay. So so and this you know, is just so what you guys had started to see. These something. are these yeah, these are the early episodes where we like, you know, so the it, it's not so much the stress of the crossover, it's just like, you know, I, I I'm like it's silly to say that I'm not a jealous guy, but I'm, I, I, everybody gets jealous, but I am yeah. somebody that, I am somebody that is very deliberate about avoiding jealousy triggers. Right. You know, so I'm not one of these guys that gets jealous, like, I need to see our phone. I need to know what's going on. I, I, I just, I, I just, like, I just don't want to know because the minute I know something, it's going to annoy me, right? Yes, of course. So, yeah. So, obviously, in this situation, it's, you can't ignore the fact that you're listening to somebody talk about a previous relationship. And even though it's not relevant to your life today, mm. it's still annoying.
2: Oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah. And this
1: is not, uh, by the way, th- I'm not saying this to complain about Hannah. I'm saying this to say that it's quite a unique situation. You know, it's like, it's a unique situation. So, it's, a, it's, a, it's an interesting social experiment.
2: Also, because I assume between the time of filming and now, when the show's coming out, that wasn't something that you're dealing with. You're, you you weren't thinking about that situation at all, were you? Like, but now you are worrying about something that has happened. Do you know what I mean? Beforehand, that's like it's just because the show's coming out now. It's crazy, really. Lots yeah, of- yeah, that's why it's so fascinating
1: because it's <laughs> like the first time in my life that somebody else's TV stuff is affecting me.
2: Mm. Yeah,
1: sure. There's one or two ex-girlfriends that they probably don't listen to this, but if they were listening to it, they'd be like, "Now you know, motherfucker. (laughs) Now you know when I watch that routine. Now I know when you when I watch that routine about you going down on
2: somebody, and it clearly wasn't me. How I (laughs) fucking felt. (laughs) Uh, He didn't do that to me. Um, Yeah, yeah, man. It's like it's so. How are you? But you're feeling jealous, aren't you? Like you are. You're having that those feelings of jealousy. Yeah, yeah, of course. That's the whole point. It's a Yeah. Yeah. So how do you deal with how do you converse with Hannah on that? Like how do you deal with that? It's so hard to admit to the person you lo- that you you love as well, isn't it? It's just like ah. It's I so hard just, to say. I to just them.
1: said I I I I just made it clear that I'm going to try to I'm going to try to keep myself uh as 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 away from it all as possible because I'm I'm also aware that it's not like uh Start hiring professionals like a professional post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You know, uh, you got to be careful about how you phrase things, but I'm, I'm also aware that, uh, reality TV and our reality, sometimes they can, they can clash. I don't know how to, I don't know how to phrase it without getting in trouble, but long story short, uh, you know, I I, I, I I vocalized it, and uh, we moved on. I was thinking, I was thinking more in terms of the, the conversation of what is the what is the right who's right and who's wrong when you're mm. you know you're put in a in a in a jealousy situation, even though nobody's doing anything wrong per se. But like, mm. what's the right way to deal with respecting you know respecting somebody's boundaries?
2: Do uh, you know what I mean? Oh, totally. Well, well we're respecting some boundaries with regards to, like, if if she, if you don't want to talk about it, then she shouldn't cross that boundary. No, you. I don't want to hear about it. Oh, you don't want to hear about it? Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: yeah. Or anybody. I'm. T- you. You got to keep it. I got to keep it more general because I can't get anybody jammed up.
2: Yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. I know. It's a, it's a. <laughs> It's a tough one because I've definitely had situations in the, because I'd be super sensitive, right? But if something has upset me, and probably from a jealousy point of view, and then I don't want to talk about it at all, then I realize that they don't talk about other stuff because they're worried that I'll be jealous about something or, do you know what I mean? So then they they stop being honest about exactly everything that's going on because they think I won't be able to handle it. That's what I want.
1: <laughs> I want that a hundred percent. the the I, The scenario that you just put out is what I want. Keep your fucking mouth shut. Loose lip sink ships. Yeah. <laughs> now, do you I don't do want to you... know. But in this situation, I can't not know because it's on the damn
2: TV. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know? <laughs> la 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 la. And she's doing interviews about it, and fuck yeah, yeah. yeah. I I think yeah. But I think jealousy in guys is like, I'm, um, do you ever do the thing, the opposite thing? I'm terrible for doing this. It's just like bringing up situations with the exes to kind of like make myself more miserable about it. Like, and kind of, you know, like, oh, I bet he was great in bed. Was he? Or, you know, just really put out oh, the yeah, worst you scenario dig, you ever. dig into it. Just I just fucking I, drive into it. <laughs> no, I don't. I try to avoid all conversations
1: about this particular scenario just because like, I end up kind of getting annoyed, but then it's hard because you're also curious about the, you know, you're curious about the the event of the show. You know what I mean? It's not like, you know, it, it, it's, it definitely doesn't come from a place of not wanting to be supportive of the show. Yes. It's yeah. just, it comes from a place of being slightly annoyed that there's a couple of aspects of the show that, you know, annoy me.
2: Yeah, yeah. and but That's and, life. And wasn't, it's, yeah, it's such a fine balance to keep. But how is she? How is she at that now? How is like? Does she respect that you don't want to talk about? It, okay, I'm not going to talk about it. How like? How is that working out in the relationship? Yeah, it's she- not. It's
1: not bad. It's not bad. But the problem is that you can't change. You can't stop the fact, which I know very well. Uh, you can't stop doing your promo stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? You got that. Sometimes it's just nothing you can do. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're, you're, yeah. You're, you're living together in a pandemic, and there's like promo stuff that needs to be done, or. People message me directly because people are very strange. Oh, they're so <laughs> fucking weird. They DM me asking me my opinion on a situation. It's like, well, I didn't know about that situation until yeah, you yeah. fucking messaged me. I'm just living my
2: life, motherfucker. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know, it's all it's very public too. So then you're like, you know, it gets in your it gets in your brain, and it's all the things that I I I would say that I actually I I didn't. Uh, probably respect the emotional upheaval that people may have felt in the past. Oh, from stuff that I've done. I you know, right. I don't just mean girlfriends, I mean like family members and stuff. So. All oh, right. It's good to know.
2: So what what perspective does that give you now and that kind of stuff do you kind of I'm go? just
1: saying that it, you know, you, you you think you know. Like obviously you have everything to gain, right? You you're you're doing your show, yeah. you know. And you're very focused on turning that into something you know interesting and entertaining as we do you know you make you make jokes about your relationship and stuff and uh you know y- y- it's very hard to see it from that other perspective you know you yeah. you think you know but you're very you know, you're, you're getting the benefit directly. You're getting the adulation from the crowd yeah. or you're getting the, a successful TV show. Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm speaking, I'm, I'm not speaking about Hannah, I'm speaking about all of us actually. Yes. The three okay. of us right now, I'm thinking about the different things that we've done in our careers. Uh, so, you know, that can cloud your judgment or that can, that can take away your sense of what's the other, you know, I mean, I don't even think
2: it's possible. I don't think it's possible to even think of the other person in such a situation because of exactly what you're talking about. Because people who don't create these things are trying to make a whole room full of people laugh or you're trying to make a whole show. And um, I think, you know, I've just seen it from talking to so many people or watching you do what you do or, you know, just being in the industry. The amount of work that goes into it, you have to be obsessed in your head about it so therefore you don't have the yeah. bloody brain capacity to think about how are you feeling about this all you worry about is did you fucking laugh or not <laughs> and you know that's the thing about reality TV too which is just like
1: we all give away pieces of ourselves with our mm. comedy and stuff you know but reality TV is definitely more intrusive
2: right yeah. You
1: know, and yeah. I've never really been aware of that because the most reality TV thing I've ever done is Dancing with the Stars, which is mm. not that intrusive at all. Mm. It just follows a little bit of that, you know, reality TV formula of something's happening, here's a reaction, sh- you know, but like my own documentaries and stuff they're very personal, but it was very much like this experience that we're having to make a mm. point. Whereas like yes. reality TV is is, you know, personality driven and it's very intrusive it's like it's you, you yes. know, yeah, and yeah. uh so and and then, on top of that, everybody has their fucking opinion on mm. you, yeah, you know? so yeah. as much as you avoid it, it's impossible not to not to take in. You know, some of it, people text you, friends tell you like, oh, we're watching the show. And then you're like, oh, fuck, why are you watching that? (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah.
2: (laughs) I know. Yeah, yeah. I can't. And and it must make you so self-conscious to be on these shows. Like every bit of you, how you look, how you talk, how you, you know, what people are thinking of you constantly.
1: We'll see. see. That's all I could say. And I'm not saying anything.
2: (laughs) (laughs) We'll see. That's all I'm saying. And I'm not saying anything. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm
1: not saying anything. But I am saying that. We'll see. You know,
2: <laughs> so oh, what's man. your,
1: you know, I, I've had this conversation before. I had a conversation with Katie on the shift, but like, I'm still, I don't care what anybody says. I'm still of the opinion that it's healthier. I, oh, Sorry. I'm going to say what I prefer. It's like, I don't want to hear chat about ex-boyfriends. I don't want to, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to know a lot of stuff, you know, because it's just going to get me like, a little, you know, a little jealous, you know, like I just kind of, I feel like, you know, people, are, this is controversial, but I sometimes feel like if for whatever reason you're meeting up with your ex-boyfriend and it's just like not a big deal, sometimes I feel like just like, just keep it on the down low.
2: What do you think about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's controversial though, I know. <clears throat> sometimes, and, and then the other the other, like when you were, we were talking about jealousy there, I was thinking about what about the flip side of that? So that's one attitude. It's like, I don't want to fucking know, let it happen. So it's outside of my knowledge. I don't want to deal with it. Or else there's this other, and this is going really far the other way, but there's like even sexual fantasies of, of this stuff where people are so jealous of the thought of, have, of their partner even being attracted to other people or you know the possibility of them having sex with somebody else that they bring a third person in oh yeah well i don't know about that
1: i don't know i know (laughs) i know know
2: somebody i know somebody
1: who has a thing where uh, she fantasizes about the guys
2: that she's with wanting to have sex with other people but i i I don't i don't Um, but that's the ultimate like it's like the ultimate of like i'm fucking jealous and i'm gonna make a part of well that's the cuck
1: thing right that's the cuck holding isn't it yeah 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 i don't i don't get i mean i i know about it but but I don't get that. But what what do you like? I even as I say it out loud about the thing of like, if you're meeting somebody, don't tell me. Like I know it's I know it's fucked up because basically what you're saying is, uh, be deceitful for my benefit. You know. Then yeah. You, basically, yeah. you're also saying like, deal with the deceit, and then if they get jammed up in a lie, then you're like, what you know? Then if they're you being fucking lied to me. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Then if they're being yeah. weird, you're like, what's going on? And then you, yeah. you know, you set yourself up for that. So even as I said that out loud, I was feeling. But at the same time, you know. I, I think meeting up is probably the wrong example, but I just feel like, you know, if you still like, if you still like text or DM for whatever reason, you know, it's just like, yeah, just, just, just keep it from me. I mean, obviously don't keep from me if you still have feelings for that person and you want to fucking get with them. That's different, but you know what I mean? Like, if it's just like, if it's <laughs> yes. just some, like, it's just some logistical shit, it's like, just, you know, just don't tell me. And if you tell me, by the way, it's not going to be a big deal, but it's still going to be like, it's still going to make me think like, what are you guys chatting about?
2: I think, but they- I, I know that's controversial. Well, it's one of two things because I think on one level it's healthy that you can kind of you can be saying on a positive level maybe that you know, I, I trust you I don't need to know about it I trust you're yeah you yeah and that, you know? that is true I, I am saying
1: like I trust you I'm yeah not, I'm not I'm not really concerned about you chatting with your ex boyfriend it's just like when you tell me about it then it just kind of like sets me off a little bit.
2: Yeah. Whereas I'm like the other hand, like I caught her uh, looking at an Instagram story of some guy dancing around last night. I was like, who the fuck is that? And she was like, it's just my friend. I was like, why are you look at your friend dancing? Do you want to fuck him? Like, what is wrong with you? Like, you oh, really? You got like yeah. That? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But what well, I like I, like I not, throw not it out that aggressive, Steve. No, no, no. I throw it out there. <laughs> like, I, she just, but she just rolls her eyes like, oh, whatever, you know, <laughs> you know, like, so but I know how she's going like- to react to that.
1: But, you know, some people like to trigger jealousy, which, you know, I think is, I, I definitely think that's super negative. Like a lot of people yeah. say, like, oh, it's nice when he gets a bit jealous because it shows that he likes you. But it doesn't show that he likes you. It shows that he's no. jealous.
2: Yeah. Yeah. That, no, that no, I don't get that bit of it. I definitely go into my jealousy a little bit. But but like she's not bothered with it. So I don't get anything off it. You know, I mean, like, see that guy looking at you in the street there. No, he wasn't. <laughs> that's it. She you know, talk I, about I, it. honestly, though, I feel
1: like I de- of course I get jealous. But, but one thing that really bugs me is when, like, if something becomes too much of a presence that you're like, yo, why the fuck are we still
2: dealing with this shit? Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. And that, that, yeah. can, be,
1: that can be annoying,
2: you know? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And, uh, and what about, what does she say on the flip side to you then? So you say, I don't want to no, know. she's conscious cat- of She's very,
1: she's, oh, oh, with
2: that? No. Yeah. If you, like, if you were to be talking to a girl, for example.
1: I don't know. I, I I can't remember what she said, but I mean, I know for a fact, like she she would want to know,
2: and she wouldn't be happy. <laughs> she wouldn't want to know, and she, she be would. She would no. She would. She would want to know. Oh, she would want to yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right.
1: But, you know, you'll have to ask her when we have her on sometime. We yeah, can, we'll have to have her can, on and go. We can throw her into the mix of this conversation. Read
2: these texts, Hannah. What do you think of that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I do
1: know. I do know that years ago, and this was a long time ago. In fact. I can tell you right now, it was the summer of 2001, it was before 9-11, and I was in a a pretty serious relationship, Uh, but she wanted to go to the States for the summer. And coincidentally enough, despite the fact that I'm from the States, I wasn't going to the States for the summer. And before she left, I said, "Um, no, actually... I take it back. It was earlier than that, actually. It was actually a trip to, it was a trip to Spain. It was, actually a, it was earlier than that. It wasn't the New York trip. Uh, it, it doesn't matter. Anyway, she was going away for the summer, and I wasn't going with her. So I said, listen, I want to stay together. But I just, you know, we were young. We were, like, very young. And I, I said, I just want you to know that you're having a good time in the summer. If you have a couple of flings... You know, it's not a big, to me, me, it's not a big deal. I don't want you to be like in 10 years time thinking, oh, I, I, you know, I I went away and I couldn't have a good time, but just don't tell me. That's what I told, I said, don't tell me. And she said, well, if you have a fling, you better fucking tell me because I'm going to find out and I won't be fucking happy about it. (laughs) That was her response.
2: Conflict of interest there for sure. But I wasn't, you
1: know, but of course, of course. Of course, the sense is you were saying that to give yourself a pass, yes. but I actually, I actually wasn't saying yeah. that to give myself a pass. Yeah. I was actually just conscious of you know, her, you know, her feeling like she missed out. Plus, previous to that, when I was in college, uh, the first summer I didn't go home to the U.S. was the summer of 96, but I was in a relationship in Cork. And she, again, she went to the States for the summer and I wasn't going. And we didn't even, I don't even know if we had the chat or not. I can't remember. But like, of course she was going to fuck around. Like I just, you know, I just knew that she was. So in in my mind, in that situation, uh, I just kind of felt like, and and she came back and we got back together and we were fine for quite a long time after that. So I just kind of felt like, let's just put it out there.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: But, you know, so I think when I said it to, the others, the the first situation I told you about, I she really thought that I was trying to give myself a pass, which I mm. genuinely wasn't. But you know, I, I really don't know the perfect scenario. I you know I, I was just going to say what is the as you, thing, and that's yeah. But as you're older, looking back, you know, when you're older, looking back, it's just like you know, for me, it's like, had she just, you know, like, you know, she's, you know, you just don't want people to feel like they wasted that, that summer away when they're in college, you know, would it have been so bad if she screwed around? But then at the same time, it's like people say, but then that's not real love. And I go, Oh God, you know, it's very complicated. It's very yeah, complicated yeah. Yeah. as we head towards Valentine's day.
2: I mean, I've like <laughs> the, the opposite thing happened to me. I remember years ago, started seeing a girl and she was, I was like, this is gone. This is pretty strong. Like this is she and she was seemed mad into it and all that. I was going to New York and Boston for a week. Parties nonstop for for a week, and I said on the plane on the way over to my cousin, we went over. I said, "Look, if we get in a situation with any girls, I'm not doing anything because I really like this girl back home, you know." And he's like, "Oh, come on, we're going. You only started seeing." It. I was like, "No, no, I want to be respectful, you know." Well, you know. So went had all these parties, hanging out with all. We were staying with these these bunch of girls and all that. I behaved myself. Nothing happens. I get back to Dublin. I don't think this is working out. I'm like, "You shitting me?" Be- <laughs> all the fun I could have had for the last two weeks in the U.S. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I still think it's working out. That's going really? you get, yeah. what you get from being a fucking being a good nice guy. guy, guy. Yeah. yeah, you
1: won't make that mistake again. <laughs> Not. No, you won't. You won't have a chance. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do? it's
1: you know, jealousy is very interesting. You know, because like, like I always feel like it's such a weird emotion. Like, often jealousy is just a useless fucking emotion. You know. Mm-hmm. And yes. the thing is that it it passes. All you have to do is like not think about it. You know? Yeah, decide not to do it. <laughs> but you know, I guess I would need to have like a like a psychologist on to talk about like what's healthy, moving on from jealousy. What's like denial? Mm. You know, what's 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 indulging in it to the point where it's a negative behavior? You know, I'll have mm. to. I, I'd have to get somebody on. You know,
2: mm. yeah.
1: But uh, I know but, a guy. But actually. most importantly, I try to I try to defend myself against it as much as possible, just because like it does, you know, it it takes away
2: your peace of mind. It definitely does. Absolutely. I think that's healthy, but at the same time, you probably have to come up with a like, you know, you got to agree, look, this is how we respect, or this is what this means to me if you were to do that, so like, I trust you to respect me, like. Off, yeah, yeah, off, and off in fairness,
1: all that that part has, has not been a problem, you know, it's just it does require the conversation, you know. Just as well we're in, the in a mistake, pandemic, because the, the, the mistake that you can make is just fucking seethe. And then yeah. blow up, you know. <laughs> it's, better just, it's better to just get it out there. you know? And Bro, plus, it, you know, it's tough because we're comics and we know what it's like. Yes. It's very easy to be blasé and bravado yep. about stuff that outside of the performance energy is quite jarring.
2: Yes, you know, you're very do, sensitive do you, do you, do you about you, it, yeah.
1: Do you understand what I'm saying?
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, well, my you're, 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 you see what i You'll say anything Doing for a laugh. But actually, they don't realize how sensitive you are about it.
1: Yeah. Yeah, but normally, normally it's coming the other way. So it's, 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 it's a growing experience to be on the other side of it.
2: It's just as well you're in the pandemic because she could be going off to premieres and all this kind of crap as well. So Well, I'd have
1: to go with her then, wouldn't
2: I? I know. That's what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's checking. I, hear, she I
1: hear a vibration.
2: Is this the tow truck? It is, bro. Oh, right. We're going wow. to
1: we're gonna have to end the pod right Hot there, shorts. bro.
2: Well, listen, I hope. It, well, we brought full circle there from the tire. <laughs> We've gone full
1: circle. The tow truck arrived. That's great. He's early. I told him not to come after 10 o'clock. I'm doing a fucking podcast. <laughs> I love your No, that was anger. great. That was a great Amazing, chat. Steve. Thank you very much, man. Peace you and help love. Me, you helped me to deal with some stuff. Um, but I better go and deal with this guy. Okay, bro. I'll talk to you. So um, I'll talk, talk to you, talk to you uh, shortly. I'll check in with you after the tow truck just to, just to decompress after everything. Okie dokie. Right, peace out. Bye, yo. Bye, bye, peace, bye bye. Peace. So, thanks guys. Sorry for the abrupt finish. I felt like there would be no point to say to Steve like hold hold on for 10 minutes while I deal with this. It just felt like a very you know, a very cyclical end. Like a perfect punctuation on a on a on a fun chat. Um you know, I probably uh when Summerhouse is all done I can have a a much more in-depth conversation with Hannah about some of the themes that we were discussing there. It's very exciting. So um, I'm sure conversations around jealousy will elicit a lot of reactions. So don't forget to DM me at Des Bishop um, and uh, continue that conversation. Um, There's nothing really uh, to report other than next week, We're going to have uh, Peter McCormick, who has a podcast called What Bitcoin Did, and he's very involved in the whole world of Bitcoin, and obviously this week there was big news about Bitcoin, but it wasn't just because of the big news about Bitcoin that I wanted to have this discussion. Like I found it, I've never been able to do my own research and get a really deep understanding of what Bitcoin is. Whatever about people's opinions on how important it's going to be in the future, I asked David McWilliams actually if I could uh if he knew anybody that could just help me understand bitcoin cuz i mean i am making this episode for for us assuming that i can't be the only one who's confused by it all uh so i asked uh peter mccormick if he would you know have the patience to deal with my ignorance around it all so um anyway he seems like a great guy i've been listening to his podcast in the meantime um and there's just a lot to take in, but it's just a very interesting time to talk about it because this may be the time where Bitcoin really comes to the mainstream with everything that went on with the Elon Musk and Tesla buying $1.5 billion worth of Bitcoin. So exciting times, it has to be said. So that's an exciting episode for next week. That's why I wanted to keep things relatively light. Sorry for the poo chat. But you know, I always find that stuff funny. I apologize if it's off-putting to some people, but... I'm a toilet humor guy. God forgive me. So next week's going to be exciting. Oh, the reason why I bring that up is if people have any questions themselves, forward them to me and uh, I'll ask them. Um, I'm going to be asking the most basic questions. Don't worry. You know, what is it? How is it made? Why does it matter? How has it become a store of value? All these questions. So that's coming up next week. Um. Maybe there'll be some more Summer House Gossip coming up soon too. Who knows? But uh, in the interim, thank you so much for listening. Uh, You guys are the best. The car has been towed to the tire supply place. Of course, they called me straight away when they got the car, and they were like, oh, you need four new tires. And, you know, these run flats, they cost $300 a tire. This guy's like, you need four new tires. So it's like, oh, I'm $1,200 in the hole right now? So I told him just do the fronts and I'm getting rid of this car. I'm done with it. I can't be dealing with this. It's ridiculous the amount of money I've spent on tires. I know there's a first world problem. I apologize, but you know, I'm I'm six hundred dollars in the hole plus my little cash payout to get driven home last night. Uh so this th- this is just like this, th- th- the car is just causing me a little too much stress. So I'm 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 unloading this car next week. I don't care. Um, any suggestions for what I should get? I'm definitely going to lease an SUV. I know I have my mother's SUV right now, but I'm, I'm, I'm done with convertibles. I'm done with run flats. I'm getting an SUV. Any suggestions? Let me know. I'm going to lease. Um, my car in Ireland is just sitting there, whatever. I can't even get it. You know, I'm going to start to get like pandemic anxiety. I have to stop right now. Um, so let me go cuz I'm I'm now rambling and I you know I I don't want you know I feel like car trouble is like a is like not a real problem in the pandemic so I I want to know uh by the way you know other other things that are very interesting right now is that this uh you know that there, there's a lot of cancel culture stuff coming up lately I you know I I got to get a good guest to talk about that you know cuz it's, it's just it's it's just gonna be a very interesting conversation going forward you know what is the appropriate punishment for people's uh, transgressions online in terms of things that they say so keep that in mind too guys any suggestions for a good guest to talk about that um, I, I you know I really I, I I wonder who is the right person to really talk about Uh what what their opinion on the correct way forward uh what's right and what's wrong in terms of how we punish people for uh various different levels of uh, misspeaking um and also who's who's getting hurt and then who's trying to benefit from uh you know the the aggression against the transgressor. Uh, it's, it's a fascinating conversation. The problem is that, you know, it's always such a dangerous conversation because you're afraid of putting your foot in it. That's why I want to get a good guest who understands how to navigate that. Um, because you know what we want, we want the best outcome for everybody, right? We want people to, to acknowledge mistakes and we want them to have, uh, the right amount of, you know, uh, not just contrition, but, you know, perhaps uh, the right amount of learning. Um, And then we want to make sure that the people that are demanding certain punishment, uh, that, that they're coming from a good place, which I'm not saying that they're not, I'm just saying that it's not black and white, that situation. So uh, if anybody has a suggestion for a good guest, because, you know, there's been some good suggestions, like, The, you know, uh, the, the getting Peter McCormick actually came from a suggestion on the Patreon. So I really appreciate your guest suggestions. So if anybody has any good guest suggestions for somebody to talk about cancel culture, and I don't mean somebody who's like anti PC and is on a crusade to wipe out cancel culture. That's not the discussion I want to have. I want to have a very, uh, level headed discussion about, uh, where we should be at as a society moving forward in terms of uh, outrage, uh, offense, uh, growth, uh, tolerance, and obviously diversity, uh, inclusivity, all that stuff. I want to have that conversation. Uh, So any suggestions on that, let me know. And that's it. I'm I'm rambling again but I enjoy this cuz you guys help me to to get the pod moving forward. So we'll see you guys next week. Get your Bitcoin questions ready. And we'll see what Bitcoin's at by the time we record that episode. It's 46,000 from what I can see this morning. Um and yeah, DM me. Leave reviews. Do all the stuff that I always tell you to do. Maybe see you on Patreon. Peace and love, guys.